Hello and welcome once again to Two Girls in a Pod. I'm Sharon. I'm Christy. Hope all of you had a really great week. Ours has been hectic. Very. Yes, we made the decision to get a puppy. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) She is about 10 weeks old and she is a teacup chihuahua. So very small, very energetic. Well, for brief moments. She has her moments. She's definitely puppy and likes to play, but then she loves to snuggle. She loves to take naps. So, so you know, one of the things is, is I think we forgot what an adjustment that is because we had our other Chihuahua for almost 13 years, you know, so you kind of, you know, as you fast forward, you kind of forget those puppy moments. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you agree? You do. <laughs> You know, I thought about uh, having a dog again, but I didn't have the memory for being a puppy mama. (laughs) (laughs) And it's it's an adjustment once again. You know, it's funny because I feel like, you know, you bring pets into your life and and they become your four-legged family member. They really do. And she is definitely already trying to rule this household. Yep. And I keep saying we're not going to let her. And you say, too late? No. (laughs) Sure. That's what I say. I think because we forgot what that adjustment was like, the last week has been a little, we've been a little bit, I mean, we've been very happy, but it's been a little, it's thrown our rhythm off a little bit. Definitely. And I think that's kind of like what we're addressing is just, you know, when you introduce something new to your home like that, those adjustments that need to be made. You know, babies. Same thing, you know, you know, if you've had kids and then you have a kid, you know, several years later, it's like, oh, wait, what is this? Right. (laughs) But yeah, I think that, you know, it's kind of just that thing of how do you make those adjustments? I know for you, it's been a struggle, particularly with your workouts. You definitely have to have patience for the transition period of it, because, yeah, for me, I've been thrown off so completely with just my workouts and even other things because right now I cannot take my eyes off her. She's so small. Small is an understatement, really. So constantly making sure she's not going to fall in some little hole or something somewhere and not be able to find her again. She easily fits into anything. So you have to be so cautious. And it's really cool because she's now learned her name. Her name is Tala. And so she's learned her name. She's doing better at that. She's doing great with the potty training and learning to stay, though that one's a little hard on her, depending on what's going on. But yeah, it's been such an adjustment. And I know for you, so yesterday, I'm on Wednesdays, I'm in office. So you had her by yourself and you were trying to work out. So we got the clever idea of using putting her in the laundry basket because she's tiny. Mm-hmm. And she has plenty of room in there. So I put a blanket in there and I put her in there. She did great the first time. And then she figured out how to wrap her little toes through the holes in the basket and and climb right out. <laughs> so that didn't last too long. It was it didn't help for very long. And then you got the bright idea of? Yeah, then I decided, okay, I'm going to tip the basket upside down, put her underneath. She still had plenty of head space. And no, that worked for a while too. And then she was figuring out how to slide through the handle of <laughs> the laundry basket and get out. <laughs> Yeah, she fits right through that little hole. Yeah. So that didn't work. So tomorrow, 
her playpen arrives. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So she's going to have a giant playpen to be in because it is true, you know, trying to get stuff done with her because you've got to be careful when you walk. You don't want to step on her or kick her or those kind of things. And we have stairs. So that's a little frightening as well. We don't want her to fall down the stairs. So, you know, I don't know. She can't go up them. No, she can't go down them. And she thinks that she, she acts like she thinks she can. So, but she did jump off the couch, which gave us a baby heart attack because <laughs> she can't get on anything because she's too small. She can get under everything. Right. So, you know, it's such an adjustment, but it's like, how do you offset the things that bring you so much happiness and joy? It's like, how do you sit there and say, how do I balance that? Because it is a balancing act and we wanted to go for a walk. And so we got her a little sling carrier. And took our first walk with her, and she doesn't even want to be in that. She wants to be able to see. So out pops her little head. Once she could put her head out, though, and and watch, she was great. She enjoyed her walk. Yeah, so, but it's all of those little things that we have to start adjusting for. You know, you all know that we love to travel. So now it's like, oh, now we got to look for places that take dogs and things like that. But you know what? It's once again, you know, you people sit there and they kind of, they have to sit there and think about, if I do this... How do I balance it? Because there's balance in everything. And I think sometimes we just get so off balance anyway. And sometimes actually bringing a four-legged baby into the mix can sometimes help with that balance in a weird way. You know, because it makes you slow down on other things or... Once they're out of the puppy stage. (laughs) (laughs) That's not going to be for a while. (laughs) So, yeah. But that's a perfect example of, it. you know, this is something that's a positive, but it's still an adjustment. And so, I mean, I've really dealt with frustration over this past week of not being able to get things done that I normally do. Yes. But I think it was really cool. We got to take and introduce her to a few of my clients and their little kids. And it was just really great because she just really did so well with them, which we want her to be the type. And and our other two all was a, a loved, loved people, loved people. And we want her to be that way because I would love for her to be able to be in my office like our other dog Misha was. And they just have this thing about them that even when I had her in my office, if a client was getting upset, Misha would know that and she would go and she would comfort them. So there's so many positives to it, but we have to get her past the puppy stage first because right now, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it takes some time to work through that. Absolutely. But, you know, it's how do we balance? Once again, it comes back to that. How do we balance? How do we introduce things into our lives that might be scary? Yeah, I was definitely scared about taking on this responsibility again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we haven't had a puppy in our home for 15 years. Yeah. So, yeah, it was. And I think that it's still one of those things of, and it's okay to have those moments where you sit there and say, oh, my God, what did I do? Mm -hmm. Is this really the best for us? Or is this that we've had those moments, but then we've been able to sit and just talk about it. And I think that's been helpful. It's talking about the feelings that you're experiencing. And that's always a key thing, as with so many things, communicating that to the other people in the home affected by it because it does it affects everybody and i'm grateful like that we have each other that we can kind of help share the responsibility even though like when you're in session and that and i have her completely to myself and then when you come back and i'm pulling my hair out you know (laughs) 
Well, that's only on Wednesday because the other days I'm home. And so even Tuesday, I just kind of held her while I did work until she had to put her down for a minute. And then she stepped on my keyboard and I don't know what she did. So I'm there like, oops, well, okay, she's got to get down now. (laughs) That's kind of like the dog ate my homework. (laughs) Kind of. You know, it really really was. It was a little bit stressful there for a moment. And then, like I said, then I had to just remind myself that, you know, she's a puppy. She's not doing anything with the intention to create havoc, even though that's what she's doing. Mm -hmm. So it's just one of those things of, once again, adjustments. And I think it's hard because I think people have a hard time adjusting Adjusting to a schedule change, adjusting to, you know, I'm in this routine, I've got to change my routine. There's so many things, but adjustment is huge. And sometimes we do it gracefully and sometimes we do it kicking and screaming. Yeah. Sometimes that's Christy. Yeah. Change is, can be difficult, but it's not always bad. It's just sometimes, you know, that adjustment period. Yeah. And I think that acknowledging that I think is important. And you're really good about talking about that and about saying, I'm really struggling with this, or I love her, but I need to get stuff done and I can't do that. And then I just remind her, you know, she hasn't even been in our home for a week. That's the thing. I think that people have to be able and willing to communicate that to the other person, because a lot of times I think that people are afraid to say, oh, did we make the right decision to the other person? Because They don't want to feel bad for the decision that they made or have the other person looking at them like, what are you talking about? And especially think about it. This is an adjustment with a puppy. But think about when you bring home a new baby and that, you know, I mean, you're not going to sit there and want to say, "Um, did we do the right thing at this point? (laughs) You better hope so. (laughs) But the thing is, you got to be able to talk about those times where that you're just really maybe doubting yourself up to being up to the challenge. And I don't think it's that even it's doubting the decision. I think it's really being afraid of, am I going to do this? Well, am I gonna, I think there's so much of that that comes into it too. It's not just, oh, did I make a mistake? I think for me, even it's like, oh man, are we going to do okay by her? Are we going to meet those needs that she has? And that, And I think, you know, once again, you know, you put a baby in the mix and that's another thing. It's like, okay, you can't just go return a baby, you know, (laughs) it doesn't work that way. And I don't think it should work that way either when you get a pet that people go and give them away or return them or whatever. That's not okay either. So I think it's just one of those things of figuring out how do you make that adjustment? How do you prioritize it? But above all, how do you be okay with expressing if there is, and it's not doubts, but even if there are doubts, how do you take that time to express that with that other person and be okay? And I feel like you know that you can say that to me and I don't sit there and say, I know that you really don't mean, oh God, let's give her back. No, no. Yeah, and I mean, that's what it is. That's why I'm saying I think people have to be comfortable with communicating with each other, just their fears and doubts about things. And not that... You know, it's not that they want to take back what they've done, but it's just a matter of communicating the struggle that's real for them. Once again, adjusting even to that. And our stuff is very real and organic. We do everything in the moment. And this is the moment for us right now. She's wandering around and just making sure she doesn't jump off the sofa as we're talking. It's all of those things. And, you know, so we've talked about that doubt thing But I think the other thing that's really important to talk about is the joy. What does this bring? And, and, you know, I think it's interesting that several of our friends have said about just how happy 
we are and we seem and and I think there's that too and I think that's a big thing that we have to focus on is the happiness and the joy that they bring it's not just all that indecision do you think oh there she went back to woman a few words (laughs) (laughs) but no and I don't know you know as we're talking if some of you out there are have the four little good babies. If you guys are thinking the same thing, if you're going down memory lane or if you've just gotten a new puppy, if you're thinking, oh my God, why did I do this? I forgot the work involved, getting up, which I want you to know, knock on wood, so, so happy. She sleeps through the night and then she whimpers when it's time for her to get up and go potty. So we have really been blessed in that way. Mm -hmm. She's done amazing with that. And that's a harder adjustment for you because- In all honesty, Christy gets up with her. Mm -hmm. Part of it is, is because I do have to be a little bit coherent when I'm working. (laughs) I think my clients would appreciate it. I'm just saying, (laughs) you know, that I'm a little bit focused in uh, hear what they're saying. And so it's important for me to be rested. That's a real priority for me to be rested so that I can do my job effectively. And I appreciate that you take on that role with her. Mm -hmm. You know, when you did that with Misha too. But this time I told Christy what I'm really kind of happy about is because I'm working from home and stuff and because we have our own business, I can do my, we can make our own hours and stuff. So it's allowed me the luxury of, I get to help out more with her because when we first got Misha, I was working like 60 hours plus a week and I just, I don't want to do that. I really want to be more involved with this than I was with uh, Misha during her puppy years and stuff like that but I think I've been doing better Mm -hmm. you have once again it's that adjustment period and we all make choices and decisions and sometimes we make choices and decisions that we know will better our lives but we also will have some ambivalence about it and that's okay but people often will beat themselves up and say oh my goodness I shouldn't be feeling this way I shouldn't be thinking this way this is supposed to be a good thing I mean it can go on and on and on the amount of things that will go through people's head in any of their decision-making. And particularly, I think sometimes if it's something that you feel is going to better your life, because sometimes when people question having babies is a big one, you know, well, we decided to have a baby. And then, you know, some people, well, why are you having another baby? Well, you don't even have this, or you don't have this. or You know what I mean? It's like everybody feels like they should voice their opinion about some of the choices and decisions We've been really fortunate because everybody has just been so happy and so supportive of us because, you know, a lot of our friends knew our relationship with her, knew how devastated we were when we lost her. And they are just all so happy. They wanted us to get a puppy right away. (laughs) And it took us three years to actually decide to make that decision again. Yeah. And like going and getting puppies right away or all that, that's great. For us, it just, it didn't feel right. We had to make that decision on our own. Just like whether it's having a baby, getting a four-legged baby or whatever it is, those decisions, buying a house, whatever it is, buying a car, it can be anything. There's major changes that happen with all of those things. Even like with some people moving in a parent or things like that and having to do caregiving and stuff like that. Those are huge decisions that impact your lives and you have to really be able to communicate hopefully with your partner about those things. 
And it's funny you brought that up because one of my clients, that's one of the things they're contemplating right now. And so it's the mother-in-law and she really is. She loves the mother-in-law. She, and, and, and she goes, I don't mind. We can make the basement hers. And, you know, she's really worked hard at trying to create this space for her. But at the same time, she's there, like even talking with her husband about this is really going to change the feel of our space and having that conversation. And she's not saying, and, 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 you know, once again, this clarifying statement of, I'm not saying I don't want her to move in. And I told her, I said, no, it's okay. It's okay to talk about those things. And, you know, she has talked with her husband about it. And, you know, we've talked to, we've had a few sessions on it as well, because she's trying to prepare for it, prepare for that space being no longer theirs, but really a permanent space for her mother-in-law and how that's going to impact him and being able to say those things even to her husband and him understanding I'm not saying I don't want your mom here just hear me I'm having some anxiety about it or I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to adjust to this how it's going to change the dynamics of our home mm-hmm. and that's what it is you've got to be able to talk about those feelings about it because there's going to be feelings around it because it is change it's going to change the energy of your home it's funny to me because even in this short time that we've had or we have uh, you know on saturday will be a week but the feel of our home is already different mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. the fact that there are toys everywhere <laughs> yeah but you <laughs> feel that other presence in the home that other life and It's like I say, for the most part, you just, it's such a positive thing and that, but you do have those moments where that you're kind of just feeling overwhelmed or whatever. Well, and I think too, the other thing that you do when at the first of that adjustment is you'll have those moments where you forget. So I was cooking and then I was there, like I was going to walk and I thought, oh, wait a minute. I can't just go step because she was on the ground. And so, but I had that brief moment of forgetting and then it's like, oh, man. And then I'm there like, oh, God, I can't forget this. I got to remember this. And then I had to just remind myself, just it's OK. Mm-hmm. It's OK. <laughs> and even once again, like with my client, she's going to have those moments and it's OK. It's taking in foster kids. It's taking in exchange students. It's there's so many things. Fostering dogs. I have clients who foster pets and understanding that, you know, if you foster a pet and you have kids, that shifts the dynamic all sorts of stuff changes. And I think I know my limits on that. I could not be a foster home for dogs. I don't think I could handle that. I know that we have a friend that does that. And after she met our dog and us, she had said about, you know, you should consider that. And I was like, no way. I couldn't, I couldn't stand the thought of caring for them and having them in my home and making them a part of my family and then them going somewhere else. Or you do this kind of in between, I'm, I'm caring for you, but I can't make that connection that way. I can't commit to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be hard. Well, you know, even that was even us with uh, fostering kids because I had several people, even in the Department of Human Services, who asked if we would foster babies and stuff. And um, they're like, uh, we talked about it and it's like, oh, God. I don't know. That would be really hard for me as well. I understand the value of it. And I, I so admire people who do it, yeah. who foster anything. I freaking admire y'all because that is such, it's such a commitment and it's such a loving, giving act. Yes. And I would be there like, I can love you. I can nurture you, but I don't want to give you back. <laughs> <laughs> that so would be hard. To me, that would be something. And that was one of the things that we said, uh, no, we can't do this because 
it would change the dynamic of our home, but then to have them and then leave and have them. I don't know if I would like that, all that energy shifting going on. I know my aunt was a foster parent and she struggled with that for sure. It was like the first one that she ended up getting that stayed in her home for, I don't, he was in her home for a long time. And they thought at some point she would be the one adopting him. That didn't work out. And then it wasn't even, I don't know, maybe two years later that she ended up with all four of another family, four children from one family that she adopted all of them. And that was the end of the fostering. <laughs> so that, that's, I mean, it's not easy, I don't think, to do that and then just send them on their way. I mean, you're doing a wonderful thing, but it's it would be difficult, I think. How you got your brother? Yep. My younger brother, he was adopted and my he was supposed to be a foster child at first and he ended up staying and I'm really happy he did. Yeah, that was a nice little adjustment. He definitely changed the the energy of our little apartment complex. <laughs> yeah, and I was 18 years old when he came into our lives and he was 18 months, so. Yeah, yeah. he was just a little big baby then. <laughs> But it was one of those things that it was, I think, even for the community, it was an adjustment because, you, you know, we didn't really have little kids there. And then all of a sudden, you know, even as adults, we're there like, hey, wait a minute, there's a little person here. So you have to remember that and be aware of it. And and I'm really mm -hmm. grateful because I felt like everybody in that apartment complex really rallied around him and just made him feel loved and important. He became my little buddy. But he was so cute because, you know, he could, because we lived across the street, so he could just walk across our little concrete patio area, you know, and he'd come over and one morning I'm there and I thought, what, do, what is that noise? And I would listen really carefully and I thought, it sounds like something at my front door. So I go down and open the door and there he is standing there. And I was there like, whoa, I didn't, you know, I don't, I didn't want him to just be standing out there if I hadn't heard him. So I made a rule with him that he had to wait till I opened my curtains. So if he saw him open, then he knew it was time to come over and play. So I opened my curtains the next morning or how much ever long over. And I look out and there's his little face in your guys' window, looking out the window up at my window, waiting for the curtains to open. <laughs> so that became our thing. But it was, I adjust, I had to adjust to that because he wanted to be over at my house. Mm -hmm. So I was there like, okay, you know, I didn't mind. I rather enjoyed it, but it was just, even that was adjusting to a little presence because everybody else was adults. Yep. So and we still love him and he's now what, 26 years old. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, so it, adjustments can be difficult at first, but if you follow through and you commit to it, the payoff is just amazing. Right. I think, you know, I, even with Tala, I feel like the payoff is still amazing. She just truly loves us. And I loved how she was with my clients already. The little girl just, she licked, she kissed the little girl. And so the little girl, she loves me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the two little boys got to hold her and just, it, it was good for them. You know, they were so gentle with her. They did it beautifully. And then mom sends a text. Yeah, that the boys just can't stop talking about her. <laughs> <laughs> So already that investment in her is paying off tenfold, I feel anyway. Definitely. But it just helps when you have somebody that you can at least communicate your fears about those things too. 
The other thing that I think is really interesting is, you know, because, you know, when you work with the military, you know, when people PCS or they, I'm sorry, ETS, so they get out of the military and then families are used to them being gone. And I'll ask my clients now, because one of my clients, the, the dad's deployed right now. And I asked uh, the kid, I said, well, what, how do you feel about dad being gone? Because, you know, I tried checking him. It's just normal. Mm-hmm. And I says, oh, and she goes, it's harder when he comes home. And I said, why? She goes, well, then we have to adjust to his rules and what, you know, the stuff we can and can't do. Mom does stuff different. Yeah. And look at how much you had to work with kids on the reintegration of them coming home and being back in the home. And that's apparent, but you're still, it's an adjustment. And I think the thing is, even on that, the kids... You know, because the parent who comes back is feeling all bad. And they're like, don't feel bad. They they get in a routine. Mm-hmm. I said, just like when you were gone, you were in a routine. And you coming back in creates those same feelings. But the thing is, is it's that thing of people not communicating. So I really work with them on communicate what you're feeling. I'm really happy you're here, but I was used to mom's rules. Or not. And so, but it, but oftentimes people start feeling bad. Mm-hmm. Like, man, my kid doesn't even love me like they should or when they, they used to. And it's not that at all. Well, and I think sometimes the it may play out that the kid seems like they're in a mood or whatever. but And it's not that they're not happy that the parent is there. So there's that piece, too. The the child isn't, you know, necessarily trying to make parent feel bad for being home. But it's an adjustment. And I think that's what it is. It's every time that we uh, add or subtract something from our home. And we're talking about within our home, it can be adding and subtracting, you know, for us, the adjustment of working at home, that took an adjustment. And at first I was even there like, well, I don't know if I'm going to like this. And you know what? I Now I really love it. And guess what? I thought my clients were too going to say, no, as soon as we can go back in the office, ma'am, we're going to do it. No, they have now adjusted to doing the telehealth and it's more comfortable for them. They don't have to look for a daycare or, you know, get out of their pajamas some days. You know, it's all up to them. Now, if I would sit there and say, okay, we're going to go back into the office. Everybody has to go back in the office. That would be another huge adjustment for them. And, you know, but I'm really grateful. My clients are, they're amazing. But what I'm grateful for is they're very open about that too. Even being in this new office, they'll tell me, mm, I don't know about this space. <laughs> it's not yours. I said, no, it's not. I said, this is just, and the space feels different and it feels different to me and it feels different to them. I appreciate the fact that I have the space. I'm very grateful for it, but it's been an adjustment and we've been in it. I've been in it now for almost a month and I'm still adjusting. I really am. The clients are having a very, very difficult time adjusting to not seeing Christy. And they still ask me, well, where's Christy's office? No, she doesn't have an office here. Yeah, so the new office is sort of a borrowed space. You use it just the one day a week. So, and you're right, there's no front office or anything like that. So there's not somebody greeting people when they come in or that. Of course, you're only in the office one day a week now. So, but even for those coming back in after, you know, everybody having been online for so long, if you'll remember, we had quite a few that, we're planning to come in, but then ended up having to do online to, during this adjustment period just because, you know, it was what they got used to and that, I believe. Absolutely. And, you know, we, I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to do online. 
But it's important, I think, for us to have that flexibility as well and to understand. It's understanding there's an adjustment taking place. Mm -hmm. You know, and I understand for them there's an adjustment taking place. And that adjustment is just as difficult on them as it is on me. Mm -hmm. You know, adjusting to not having our team. I was with the ladies longer than Christy was with them, but even you were with them for six years. And I've been with them for eight. And, you know, even longer than that, working with uh, Sylvia. But that has been an adjustment for me as well. I miss them. I miss the feel of our office. You know, even in the chaos of it, you know, our, our waiting area being overflowing with people or whatever, and, and that maybe feel a little overwhelmed by some of those things. But I miss that, and I'm still adjusting to it, but it's okay, and I will talk about that. I will talk about, you know, hon, I'm really missing the ladies, and I'm really missing you at the office and greeting the clients and all of that. So even sometimes in adjustment, there's multiple adjustments. Mm-hmm. It's not just one adjustment. So even for us moving from the office, it wasn't just, it was us leaving this team and our team going separate ways, a team that we've developed friendships with. And so that was huge. Well, and you guys have all had a really great working rapport with one another. And so, you know, just even be able to go across the hall and talk to somebody about clinical stuff or things like that. I I mean, I think that was such a convenient thing for you guys. So now it's a huge adjustment because you guys have all gone your separate ways. And so, so adjusting to that, adjusting to not having that energy because there's an energy that's created. Anytime something living, I think, comes into your space, it shifts energy. Yeah. I think that for me, there was the shift of the energy of the, of not having the ladies there. And then going to this space that's not mine. So I'm adjusting to the space not being mine. I'm adjusting to there's no waiting room. There's no one greeting my clients like they that that they got used to. Mm-hmm. I got used to if I needed something, I could just walk out or text you and say, hey, can you get this and get it to me so I can get signatures or whatever. And And so there's a lot of those convenient things that aren't there now. And so it's a lot. Mm-hmm. To adjust it. But I also see the positive in it, you know, for Kathy G to be farther up north because that was such a drive for her. And just to be able to have that space closer to her home. Which has a much shorter commute. So, yeah. And our time is important to us. Yeah. Once again, it's those adjustments that we make, it's how we choose to adjust or how we choose to handle the adjustments, I guess, is more what it is. Right. And, you know, like I said, we've had quite a few adjustments recently. I don't know if it's better to have a whole bunch all at once. Certainly not. (laughs) I do not feel like that that's good. I mean, if you can take them one at a time, it's definitely better. (laughs) It's been an adjustment. You know, like my mom has struggled physically, and so she's had to go stay at a rehabilitation place for right now. And that's been a huge struggle for her. And at first she was just texting me, I don't like this place. (laughs) I know that was difficult for her, but me not even being there, just knowing that she was in some place like that because she's always lived on her own. It was hard to adjust to that too. But now I'm grateful that she has the help that she needs right around her. Well, I think you were always grateful for the help, but I think also communicating with her has been difficult because of 
the phone situation and things like that. So that's been really difficult for you to adjust to as well. Yeah. And so, I mean, and like I said, that's been a, a really big one. I, and I know because partly it's also adjusting to the fact that your mom's not as mobile as she used to be. Right. But also it's really important in those adjustments or in adjustments that are affecting other people, but are also affecting you. How do you keep that all separate? How do you understand that you can only do your piece in it? Mm -hmm. Well, and you definitely have to give things time. I mean, I think a lot of people will right away, they're feeling some kind of way about something and they want to make a change right away, but you got to give it that time to shift. I mean, that's huge in therapy. That's a huge thing we talk about in therapy. Always tell people, you know, when we're trying new techniques or we're trying what new ways of you thinking and they'll come back and say, well, that didn't work. I said, well, how long did you try it? Well, I tried it that day and they're thinking, wow, that was not much of an investment. But the reason why is it's an adjustment and adjusting is hard for people and they don't understand. It's the fear of the adjustment. It's the fear of the change. And I always tell them, if you're going to commit, you commit. And I say, you have to commit and you you do it for several weeks. And then we see, then we come back and evaluate it and say, okay, how has that worked for you? And if they come back and say, you know, I'm still not seeing the results I want. Then we look at changing something, but to sit there and say it worked once, but it didn't work the next time. So therefore I'm going to change it. I think that's often what happens, you know, and I mean, that could have happened very easily with us with Atala. It's like, Oh yeah, she's here, but oh yeah, we don't have the time that we thought we did. So yeah, we can't do this, but we're learning to adjust our time. We're learning to navigate this, I think, much more effectively. And it takes patience. Yes, that is huge. People are not patient with change. Mm -hmm. They want results quickly. And I'll have my clients, and I love when they tease me about that. They'll say, okay, well, I, I, I expect the change today. It doesn't work that way. It takes time to create habits and all of those things. So you have to give yourself that time and space to make it work. And once again, that's what we're really working on and reminding ourselves, you know, from Saturday to uh, Thursday, that's not even a week of us adjusting. And Tala has to adjust to us too. Right. Or you made a really good, you made a really good point the other day. We didn't do anything on the weekend. We we just stayed home. We had some stuff we wanted to do. We said, no, we're going to stay home. We're really going to work on bonding with her and getting her used to the house. And and that's what you said. You know, I thought that was interesting that you said, you know, it's not just one other person holding her and feeding her. Yeah, because I realized that after two or three days of her being here, I saw just a little bit of where that it's like she had that recognition with me and seemed excited to see me. Whereas, you know, before I think she had had people caring for her up to that point, but she didn't even have a name. She just, you know, somebody was feeding her and that kind of thing. So it wasn't like she had time to make that connection either. So over time, she's getting to know us. So she's getting to, you know, see what our routines are like and all those things. That's adjustment for her too. But I think sometimes we forget that because when we're the human we somehow elevate what we're experiencing above what our four-legged babies are experiencing. And we have to remember that's not the case for her, too. This is a strange home. This is a place that she doesn't know. There's things she can and cannot do. So she's learning the rules. Mm -hmm. They use puppy pads. We don't. 
she's we're potty training her to go out she's doing it but that was an adjustment for her and i'm surprised she's done it so well mm-hmm. you know i'm grateful for it knock on wood but that's big when you think about that for a little puppy who this isn't the norm for her yeah so remembering that too that she has to bond with us and you know it's and i think i would be there like okay like is this for real because like you know, I was with this person, I'm with this person, I'm with this person, everybody's holding me, but, you know, are you going to stay or, you know what I mean? That would freak me out. Yeah, just kind of getting passed around. Yeah, I mean, it might feel good for a minute. Oh, look, new people holding me, loving me, and then it's like, okay, but where do I belong? Yeah. You know, and I think for that, we want her to really feel like she belongs here and that this space is hers. Mm-hmm. The only space that isn't is our accent chair. Right. She has to stay off the accent chair. Not that I think we're going to have to worry, because I don't know if she's going to be able to jump up on furniture. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> I you know? don't know. She's so small. But we're taking her to the vet on uh, Friday right. for her second shot, so maybe we'll get a little more information on how big they think she'll get, that kind of stuff. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's when you are adjusting to something, and, and it's not just about you. It's being able to step outside of yourself and look at everybody or every puppy involved Mm-hmm. and saying, how do we make this work and how do we make this happen? And then how do we commit to it and then do the follow through of it? Yeah. Because I think that's the hard part is committing to something and then having the follow through, <laughs> which I always tell my clients. Yeah. The other, I was thinking about our goddaughter, thinking about, mm-hmm. you know, she just got a new baby sister. And so that was an adjustment for her. When they took the first picture of them right after the baby was born, (laughs) she was not looking too happy about this situation. (laughs) But over time, and I, it didn't even really take that long. I don't feel like, but like, it was like a day or two later. And they sent us a picture that she had gone and gotten a bowl out of the kitchen so that she could stand on the, she turned it upside down and stand on the bottom of the bowl to look over in the playpen at the new baby she had to go do that. And she's only two. two. Yeah. <laughs> and even like with that, because we wouldn't see our goddaughter Ellie as much as we wanted. So every time we saw her, it was like we had to reintroduce ourselves and we had to start all over again. She had to acclimate. I mean, it would take a little bit of time. Before. By the end of dinner, she would be okay with this. But it was like, okay, now we got to get used to her again. Now we got to get used to her again. She had to get used to us again, too. Yeah. Now it's so different. We love the fact that Cam and Esteban have, we've been around them so much more and we got to spend a lot of time with them and go to the water park with her and just hang out. And the more we do stuff, the more familiar we become and the more familiar we become, the less that adjustment is. Yeah. You know, she already sees the investment. Yeah, the next time that we spend time with her, she's not so skittish at the first. She does well with us, but that's... Oh yeah, she lo- she got in the hot tub with me. We just sat in the hot tub, and she got would get underneath the waterfall, and she just had a really great time with it. And so it's all those moments. It's taking those moments to create that bond, to create that relationship, that really helps to with that adjustment, and then it really helps to solidify the relationship, regardless of what it is. Yeah. But it's that commitment and that follow through. And and like I said, you know, my clients, would, if they would all be, yep, commitment and follow through. Got to commit, you got to follow through. And staying consistent. Yes. It's really important. Absolutely. We're learning that with 
taller. We have to be consistent. No, you can't go, you know, whatever space she goes in and she's learning stay. And it's so funny because she'll skid, but she's so small that in our, we have area rugs and she goes up to the area rug and does this jump up. Like it's this huge, like she jumps through the rug, like she's having to jump because it's like a shag kind yeah. of carpet. <laughs> so it's like it's higher than it is. So it's like she takes a running jump and she jumps onto it. Like she can't just walk onto it, which she could, <laughs> but she doesn't act like she can. So it's kind of one of those things. But and even like with her, she's learning to go from our hardwood floor to carpet to hardwood to tile. That for some reason... It's hard for her. So we just keep encouraging her, Mm -hmm. you know, every time, come on, you can do this. Come on. She's trying to adjust to these differences. And like I said, I think she's doing an amazing job in adjusting to, to the stuff, but it's still an adjustment. Right. And it's working through it. It's working through things together. You don't have to do things alone. And I think that's the biggest thing here is, don't do things alone. You know, the motto of our thing is always communicate, communicate, communicate. Yeah, that's huge. And I feel like that, you know, like we said, the patience, the consistency, giving it the time, all of that is really important, but communication is huge. Talk about those feelings. Talking about the feeling does not mean the other person's going to think you're a horrible human being. If you talk about your fear. Of and other. Yeah, and you're not a bad person for voicing your fears about it. Yeah, and saying, oh, my God, did we make the right decision? I think we question decisions. Right. But not, but not in the thing of, if I say, oh, my God, did we make the right decision? It's not really, did we make the right decision? It's, I'm afraid. I'm scared. I don't know. I don't know what this entails. I don't know how this changes things. But I think people will say that, I don't know if we made the right decision. But it's so much more. And if it's when you really communicate those back feelings. Mm-hmm. You did that beautifully when you said, I haven't been able to do my workout. It's really bothering me when I'm not doing my workout. I, I feel out of sorts. And and then it's like, okay, then let's figure out how do we change things to make that still happen. I already love her dearly and I'm so grateful that we found her. But I was about to come unhinged with, you know, not being able to do some of the stuff I needed to do. You couldn't do billing. You couldn't do... There was quite a few things that she had to do yesterday that she didn't get done. But she gets to do them today because Tala will be with me for a majority of it. She just sits with me while I do my sessions. And so far, none of my clients have said, oh, God, you got to take her out of the session. So I really appreciate that. Yeah. Helping each other out. That's always... That's one of the best ways to deal with that, I think. I think that's one of the best ways to deal with change is when you know, when you remember that the other person is adjusting to the same change you are. But somehow we start to think that that's different. Well, they they must not be experiencing it the way I am or whatever. And maybe it's not exactly the same way, but y'all are still experiencing the change. Yeah. So it's taking that time to really talk about it. Talk with those people, whether it's whatever that change is that's happening Whatever those feelings are about it, the positive and the negative, because there's going to be positive and negative to it. But taking that time to communicate, communicate, communicate. Right. And as always, we are always so grateful to all our listeners. Yeah. We so appreciate you. And we appreciate that you got to let us introduce Tala to you and this journey that we're on. And so, you know, with the episodes to come 
remember she is a puppy. And so remember if we get distracted, it's that we are her mamas first and we've got to make sure she's well taken care of and not in danger and chewing up things that she's not supposed to. <laughs> Once again, as always, thank you so much. Yes. Remember to communicate, remember to commit, and then to follow through with the things. Be consistent with whatever it is, whatever changes might be coming in your life. Talk about them, work at it, and understand there's going to be positive and negative, but that doesn't make it a bad decision. Right. So until next week, we hope that you guys have a really great, amazing, amazing week, and we will be back next week. Bye. Bye.